All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Camfer no say. And I'll never give it play. I'll take your photos to the grave. But that ain't even my thing. I just stay at the crossroads, pray. I just pour a little honey from my bay to make them stay. Cause I hate when Bailey's, but I manifest a little with my Bailey's. I'm my ancestors, baby. So I give them everything that they gave me. Welcome to a little Juju podcast space. It's your host Juju and I'm here with another mini-sode. Well, we'll see how many it is because, you know, I can get long-winded sometimes, but I plan on this being a mini-sode because I just wanted to give you all a New Year's blessing and just say thank you for all that you've done. For me, the ways that um, I've felt so supported just by y'all listening and posting about the podcast and all of it has just been more than I could have ever um, planned or dreamt or anything. So I just wanted to say thank you and I actually was going to probably skip this episode, but I was like, no, I'm going to put out a New Year's episode and, or like, you know, New Year's was yesterday and just to say thank you. So thank you all so much. It's actually not New Year's for me right now because I'm recording in the past, but it's New Year's Eve for me today. Um, But when you all hear this, it'll be on the second. So I think this is a good time to sort of share just like what I've been up to and going through Um, for folks who follow me on Instagram. Like I haven't really been on there past couple days. And yeah, I just wanted to check in. And say hey. And then also, I have a little surprise. So for those who don't know, I practice hoodoo. I practice um, different forms of spiritualism as a medium. So like I do medium work, more or less. I usually just call it spiritualism. Um, And I also practice Ifa, which is the Yoruba, West African spiritual divination system and religion. So um, I used to be Lukumi, which is like the Cuban Ifa. Basically, it's the Cuban version of what our ancestors practiced when they were taken from West Africa and planted in Cuba, as opposed to the United States. So all our ancestors, all our cousins, just a different stop. So they went there and they started practicing Lukumi, Santeria, folks also call it. And I was a part of that tradition and it served me very well. I received different spirits and and orishas in that, in that tradition. But my ancestors instructed me to move to a more traditional um, understanding of Ifa and that it was important for me to do that. So I left my Ile, which is my spiritual house and I joined another Ile. So this past weekend, well, I haven't been like on social media as much as because I was going through ceremony to 
not like to just join the Elay, but to receive, you know, Orishas from this new spiritual home that I'm in. Um, because it's it varies. It's different from from Lukumi. They're not exactly the same. The the Orisha that you might receive might be different. And so I had more Orishas to to receive. And so I did that. And so I was just in a space of healing and being supported by community, doing ritual ritualistic practices, long ceremonies, um, getting to know new people and connect with my new family, my new God father and God siblings. I gained God siblings, a lot of God siblings, like just, you know, so I was in Houston doing that. And they were like, you know, you shouldn't really be on social media. This is a time to relax, think, ponder, pray, you know, get your blessings, get your mind right. And I felt like it was a good time, especially like right before the new year. It was just perfect that I was able to get my Orishas and get my Lekes. I finally got my Lekes. Um, and I received Egg Bay, finally. So if you listen to the podcast, you know, in episode two, Venus Venus Retrograde Wants to Fight, I talked about losing $1,000 because I was going to... Um, initiate into egg bay and for those who don't know egg bay is a um it's like our heavenly mates it's our heavenly homies it's our family that existed in the heavens before we came down to the physical realm we all have egg bay everyone has egg bay everyone was a part of a a community prior to now being human and of this world um and so sometimes Sometimes our we make promises to our heavenly families and we tell them, like, oh, okay, I'm about to go to earth. Like I'm about to do this, that, and the third and I'll be right back. Or I'm going to make sure I take care of y'all when I get to, you know, the physical realm. They're like, okay, boo, go ahead. We so proud of you. Yay. To give you a send off party. Okay, boom. You born into the world. Now you a human. Child, we done forgot all the promises. A lot of times that we made our heavenly family, we forgot the things that we said we were going to do. We forgot the destiny that we were supposed to carry out that we promised them. So sometimes they'd be like, um, excuse me, you said you were going to go to earth. You were going to do this and you was going to come back. You said that you were going to make sure you want to save humankind. And then you were going to. So when we're off path and when we're off our track and when we aren't fulfilling the promises that we, that we, that we promised to our egg bay, they start tripping and they start, you know, they can wreak havoc if they want to. They really, really can wreak havoc. I would look into it um, and like Google some stuff around Egg Bay. A lot of, it's interesting, a lot of different um, cultures recognize Egg Bay, but they obviously go by different names. But most cultures, I mean, talking about in, from Asia, you know, to Africa, to to Europe, all have understandings of like our heavenly mates. And so, which is why I say that we all have it. It's just called different things. So yeah, when you start backing up on your promises and stuff, they they can they can trip. So sometimes we have to receive egg base so that they stop tripping. And then in addition to that, we have to really think about our path and, and what we are destined to do and then start to move with that so that they're less frustrated, but also we are less frustrated so that we are experiencing the life that we want to experience because it's the one that we chose. So I've, I received Egg Bay. Um, y'all know it was a whole thing around losing $1,000 and sending it to the wrong Baba Lao and the Baba Lao like blocked me. And so I just lost a whole grand and y'all donated to me. And um, 
I just, I was able to receive back pay. And for not a thousand dollars, I'm from a different Bible Lao and in my new spiritual family. And I just, I couldn't feel more blessed at this moment. I couldn't feel like it, it, I just being in Houston and meeting so many wonderful people, strong, just gifted, powerful ass black people doing this spiritual work and just it was so communal and loving and beautiful and rich and and it was oh y'all it was amazing I just couldn't have chosen to be in a better place at a better time in my life so I just feel so good and my spirits are happy and when they're happy I'm happy so and when I'm happy they're happy just reciprocal relationship so I'm I'm feeling really good I'm tired though I'm really tired because I just feel like my body and my, my brain and my spirit are like kind of going through a purging. So it's, it's exhausting, but it's also like, it's rewarding. And I know it's like a good purging, but it's still kind of like, oh my God, I just want to sleep all day until this whole, so my spirit and everything is just back aligned. Um, yeah, it's taking a lot of energy out of me, but it's, it's, it's good. All you need is a little juju. Anyway, enough about me. I hope that you all had your your black eyed peas and your cabbage or your greens and some cornbread and, you know, did all your little stuff to bring in prosperity and good luck for the new year. You know, I have no idea. I've actually never looked up why those particular foods or what, you know, the, the story is behind black eyed peas and cornbread and collard greens or whatever for prosperity and luck i'm just assuming that it's that's just the the um the foods that carry that type of energy well i'm sure that that is true but like you know black people always got a story i don't know the story behind those particular foods if anyone knows that would be awesome to let me know because i'm curious or i can just look it up i'll look it up um but yeah i made some black eyed peas today i made um my cabbage I didn't make no cornbread and I swept my house and cleaned up I did a floor wash and my ancestors actually told me while I was mopping the floor to say what I wanted my year to be like and to speak aloud my prayers as I'm cleaning the floor so I did that that felt really good so I got my intention set and yeah I just felt good so um today on instagram i said that i would share some tips to do for the new years and how to welcome in the new years and then i thought you know i'll just do a divination Um, so i did a divination and i asked the spirits to come through and give me information that i can share with you all um based around numbers so i just taught myself and i'm still teaching myself in the process of teaching myself um dice divination which is a hoodoo ass form of divination using whether one dice two dice three um actually it's one die excuse me (laughs) two dice three dice um and and interpreting the reading based on the numbers that show up how they fall and also using your your maybe perhaps claire cognizance or or claire claire audience or what have you so ancestors recently taught me dice divination they've been wanting me to do it for a while i finally bought a pair of dice and or a pack of dice i got a bunch but i used three and the other day while i was in houston on my resting day i couldn't go anywhere that day 
they went through each number and what they want me to understand about each number, how I'm supposed to interpret each number and, and how they fall. So they just broke it down for me. Like, this is what one means. This is what two means. This is what three means. And actually, shout out to, um, actually, I think her name is Aliyah Troutman. I don't actually don't know their pronouns. Um, on, on Facebook, I had wrote in a group that I was trying to learn dice divination and I didn't know where to start because I looked online and the meanings for the dice did not resonate with me at all. It was just like, I, that doesn't seem like how I'm supposed to interpret these numbers. And so I said that in one of these uh, spiritual groups I'm in and basically Alaya came through with the whole, like, they were like, my people are telling me to help you right now. So this is what my people are saying. And this is how I interpret when I do dice divination what the numbers mean. And when I read them, I started to tear up because I was like, this is, this is what makes sense. This is what my people want me to see. This is the information. Um, and so then I went and did my own, I sat with my people and I was like, okay, how do you want me to interpret these numbers? This person gave me their list, like, how do you, and they, they broke it down and pretty much everything that Alea told me was what they were saying ex with the exception of one number. So all the numbers that they gave me matched up with what Alea gave me. And I'm just wanted to shout them out because that was just so helpful and really just like a, a good place for me to start. And after that, my ancestors went through, it was like, here, here's how you give this context. This is what this means at this position. This is that. This is yes. This is no. And the rest is history. So I've been divining with dice now for a few days and it's been very, um, it's been great. I, I love it actually. And it really helps with my Claire, um, cognizance, which is my intuitive knowing. Cause when I get the numbers, like I have like little notes around what each number means, but to be able to contextualize it for a client or for myself is a completely different story. And it's helped me. They give me the extra information that I need. So it's, it's been bomb. So what I want to give to y'all is, um, of the numbers of the year. I, I prayed and asked spirit to come through and speak through the dice, um, through a divination and give me the number that I'm to share with my listeners and share with my community around how we can have and make this year a productive year. And then I also asked for the number that, um, the things that we should watch out for this year that will make this year unproductive and not allow us to be and do the things that we want to do. So I, I rolled the dice and the number of the year for the divination is 11. And I also just want to say that these numbers are not, um, like if you look up 11 online or if you practice num numerology, it very well may be a different understanding than what you see. These are just how my people told me to interpret uh, the dice numbers. So however they did their divinations is how I'm doing it. So um, if you look up 11 somewhere else, it might not match up with what I'm saying. But based on my divination and, you know, my dead people and my gifts, this is how we interpret 11 over in these parts. Um, and then so the, the other number that um, I received and what to watch out for in the upcoming year is a five. 
So let us break down the 11 first. Okay, so number 11, the number of the year. Uh, my people have instructed me to say that um, number 11 is the, the number of psychic gifts, powers, dreaming, talking to loved ones, and think think uh, Pisces energy. Like think what you know about Pisces, that type of that type of energy. So a lot of daydreaming, um, a lot of intuition, a lot of imagination, creating in the mind, deciding what you want, wanting to do, thinking, pondering, reflecting, um, and, and really paying attention to your, your own intuition, your own inner knowledge, your own gifts, and your, your psychic powers. So that is, um, 11 that that is the thing that the spirits and the ancestors want us to think about in this upcoming year um, we really need to be which is so interesting that you know this podcast is, exists and that 11 came up it was just I was like wow 11 really like they're like yeah this is the year that we are supposed to be dreaming 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 about the world that we invent like that we want like we have to we have to make it up in our head so that it exists somewhere. And if you've done that work already, it's time to build on those dreams. It's time to be reflective and it's time to get in tune with your gifts, your psychic powers, your psychic gifts. We all have them. Some people are more, some people have a stronger connection to their gifts or hold a little bit more power with like within their, their psychic abilities. Cause not everyone's going to be, you know, long, long Island medium. You feel me? <laughs> but we all have our own gifts and we all have a connection to the source because we all stem from, we are all born and grow from the source. So, um, this is the year to stop putting off building your altar. This is, yeah, this is, you got to do that. You have to do the spiritual work. You have to be connected in this like other realm, paying attention to what's going on in the other realm and how can you take that information and apply it to this realm? How can you take that information and apply, apply it to the physical world? So as of course, I will say building your altar, talking to your ancestors, connecting with them, allowing them and giving them the space and saying, hey, I want you to come and talk to me. I want you to make yourself known. I want you to show me what it is that I need to know so that I can carry out this destiny and and be a part of or help create the world that I deserve to be in or that my, my family deserves to be in or my community deserves to be in. This is the year of mysticism. This is the year of really working through that intuition. This is not the year to say, just pay attention to what's going on around you in the physical realm. This is the year to open that third eye and really like pay close attention to the things that are happening around us. I know not everyone is super into astrology. I know that everyone's not super into, you know, mysticism in general, but this is the time to really delve into that part of yourself, that unknown part, that part that's, that's dark and like turning the flashlight on and seeing like, okay, what's this mean? Okay. How does this connect to this? 
Okay, how do I find wisdom within myself? How do I connect to my divine self? This is the year to do that work. And I, I didn't ask why, because we don't know what, what's going to happen the year after that. But the, this is the year of really, um, you know what? Actually, I'll say this. As I was, as my ancestors were telling me this information that I'm telling y'all, I thought about my tarot deck and I have, I'm not, y'all know I'm not much of a tarot girl, but I did think of a specific card in my, I only have one deck, it's the Dust to Onyx deck. It's my, it's amazing, gorgeous, black woman created deck, beautiful art. She's, Courtney's amazing. Um, and... I thought of the card, the shaman. And so I just want to read a little bit about the shaman because um, when I when I thought of the shaman, I divined on it to see if this was a good understanding that I should, you know, bring forth to you. Our ancestors were like, yes, that is what we want you to, to take from this 11. So here's some stuff from the shaman. So the awakened shaman, this is vision, mysticism, intuition, and wisdom. So the shaman card, it speaks of truth from within. It's being unafraid to face emotions and true nature to find the answers they're looking for. The shaman is aware of the connection to all and seeks exploration of a world even more vast than what lies before our eyes. The universe, the source is their crown. A energy and constant swirl that brings moments of clarity and the sense of knowing that we all experience. So through magic, the occult, psychology, spirituality, we all have turned to one or the other. The shaman is no stranger to using any of them as tools of self-awareness, independence, and balance. The shaman has a responsibility to not manipulate the will and emotions of others, hiding in the shadows of others' fears and insecurities. The knowledge and skill acquired are best used as a source of truth, wisdom, and healing for others. The shaman challenges us to tap into our deepest reservoir of wisdom. In doing so, we are given that first glimpse into a world that is not always as it seems. So again, that was just some information from the um, Dust to Onyx uh, tarot book. And ancestors were like, yes, please share that information about the shaman. So this is the year that we have to decide that we don't want to be um, just computers. This is the year to get internet, spiritually get internet. So right now as humans, a lot of times we walk around because of the ways that we've been socialized and the ways that our that spirituality has been made to be some frivolous woo-woo shit that doesn't actually hold any weight, that actually doesn't hold any science, that actually doesn't hold any indigenous tradition of thousands of years. It's just supposed to be some little thing that people do on the side. Nah. Ancestors say, nah, it's time to get, it's time to get in tune. So we can't walk around here just being computers like they want us to be. We actually have to get internet so that we have um, more information. We have access to more information. Like the book was saying that reservoir of wisdom and knowledge that we all have that we can tap into. It's time to tap in this year. So like through psychology, through, through mysticism, through the occult, through doing your own intuitive work, um, th through finding a spiritual practice that makes sense to you and one that you feel connected to and one that allows you to seek out truth 
is what you should really be focused on this year because it's what is going to help sustain you to get through this year. Outside of the spiritual aspect, it's also important that we dream, dream, dream. That we envision. And dreaming isn't just like, you know, through our daydreaming, which is like kind of that Pisces energy, but also Pisces energy is being artistic. It's dreaming through our art. It's music. It's through romance. It's finding our own wisdom and voice through the arts and creation. So if you're an artist, if you've been putting off making some music this year, you're going to want to do your music because that's a way that we can tap into ancestral wisdom and power through music. If you're a painter, you better start painting. These The arts are spiritual practices as well. If you're a dancer, you better get to dancing, boo-boo. Like start, don't put off your art this year. This is the year to be gentle with yourself and people around you. Pisces energy, empathy, love, sweetness, treating people um, with kindness, treating yourself with kindness. This is the year to do all of those things, to drink. Think about all the things that you want this year. How are you going to get them? Think about your artistic and creative side. How, how are you going to um, communicate through the arts this year? How are you going to allow spirit to communicate with you through the arts and in general? This is the year you really want to get spiritually grounded and sound. Okay. So that is, that is what I have for you for year 11. Ancestral work, healing through the arts, healing through our ancestors, healing our ancestors, finding a spiritual practice that works for you, digging deeper. The world is not always as it seems, not taking things as they seem or as, as they look, but wanting to dig into that reservoir of knowledge that we all carry and that we all have. It is vision, it is intuition, and it is wisdom. It is our compassion for ourselves and each other. And it is finding our sources of truth so that we are able to heal ourselves and others. It is the year to get into nets. Baby, and you don't have to pay for it. This is the year to stop being a computer and get yourself and tap into the things that you don't see so that you have all the information so that we can collectively have all the information, thus making better decisions for ourselves and for our communities. So keep dreaming, keep envisioning, keep loving, keep healing and find how you want to ingest your truth from within. So I say to, to this year of 11. And so after uh, ancestors went through the number 11, I divined with the dice on what would 
hold us back this year? What is the thing that we need to watch out for that will not allow us to envision, that will not allow us to dream, and that will not allow us to continue to move forward in, in our in our goals and in our healing and, and in our ancestral work and our spirituality? And I got the five. And so the five is very interesting is basically how folks would understand the death card if you do tarot for my people and through um dice uh, this was the 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 number of death endings um, difficulties um, challenges and um stress <laughs> and i'm like yeah that will definitely stop you from dreaming and following your goals and you know disrupting your your journey from from finding your intuition and your and your reservoir of wisdom and knowledge that we all have within ourselves um but even more than that what the ancestors wanted me to communicate with this five it is not necessarily meaning that people around you or that you are going to die that is not the understanding of the death card that is not the understanding of death um necessarily what's more important that they wanted me to communicate is to not hold on to what is decaying and dying Do not hold on to things that are decaying and dying. Relationships, people, jobs, thoughts and ideas, spiritual homes, family members, negative self thoughts, all of those things, those things are not bringing you new life. Those things are decaying and dying. So things that are decaying and dying, let them go. We do not need to continue to make choices to hold on to things that we actually don't and shouldn't hold on to anymore. That is what's going to hinder you. That's going to keep you from doing that dreaming work that you need to do to get to the next level. That's going to keep you from being a better decision maker. Because you're not making good decisions when you're holding on to things that don't serve you anymore. So this is... This is the time to let go of things that don't serve you, even though it's going to be hard to let those things go. Please know it is not going to be easy. But the five speaks from learning from stressful situations and growing from those stressful situations. So it's going to be hard for sure. But the, the outcome of once you start to let those dying, decaying things go, you're going to soar. With your spirituality and your spirits and your 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 in- intuition intact. And you're starting to really see the world for what it is and not through these rose-colored glasses or through all of this fuckery that they put in front of us. Once you start to really see and you start to really see yourself and you start to really see your divinity, you're not going to have time to be holding on to stuff that's dead. What I also want to uplift about the five is that death is not even necessarily always a bad thing. Death is an opportunity for a new life. Death of, and I'm not talking about physical death. I'm talking about just things dying around us creates an opportunity and space for us to incorporate life. A different kind of life. 
a different kind of experience. We get to choose after death. What, what, so, so what do I want to give life to? Because this thing has died. I now have room. So because this relationship has died, I have room for a better relationship. Because this opportunity that I thought was good for me wasn't actually good for me. Now I have room for a better opportunity. The one that I've been dreaming about that I can now work towards. The ones that my spirit can guide me towards. So please be careful with that five. Another thing to uplift with the five from the ancestors is stubbornness. Please don't be stubborn this year. Don't be stubborn around, oh, well, I don't really want to, no, that's not the year to do that. That's what's going to hinder you this year, being stubborn. Um, ancestors also stay, say to stay cool this year, meaning cool-headed. Don't be getting too hot-tempered. That's going to mess us up. Keep it calm. Keep it cute. This is not the year to just go, 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 go. No rest, no breaks, cussing everybody out. Turning up, this ain't the, this ain't the year for that, boo. And I'm team cuss people out and turning up. But doing that too much is going to break you this year. So if you're hot-tempered, it's time to calm that ass down. You better wrap, wrap your head up in some white. If you have trouble keeping it calm and keeping it copacetic, put your ass in some white clothes, and that'll help cool you off. This is the year to stay cool. We're on our Pisces shit. Five is a lot of masculine energy. And too much masculine energy, child, you already know. It ain't good. Hence patriarchy. So this is not the year for patriarchy. This is, not, this is the year to embrace some femininity in your life. To balance out the hotness that will keep and that, that super strong masculine energy that'll keep us from really digging deep within ourselves and being gentle with ourselves and from connecting to to source we can't connect to source with too much fire you just can't so again the five is about growth from stress and and challenge so if you find yourself really having a difficult year um Remember that this is an opportunity for you to let go of a thing so that you can welcome life into your situation or into your life. But what is going to keep you pushing through this year is that spiritual support and that spiritual grounding from that 11 and that intuition from that 11. So don't get too stubborn. Don't be all hot-headed and fiery and and... Just because that's what's going to contribute to you being stagnant. I say this all the time, but tap into your source. This is the year to really do that. We can't afford to not have all of the information that we need um, from everybody, from our community, all our communities, spiritual and otherwise, our intuition and otherwise, our divine selves and otherwise. We all have knowledge. And so many of us don't know how to access that knowledge. But accessing that knowledge is about doing the things that you love and that you want to do. The things that call you. The things that make you feel good. Why do we keep putting those things off? 
because those are those are, that's how we're going to get the information that's how we're going to get our turn our internet on so keep doing that work being loving and being being a little bit more gentle with others and with ourselves this year um, because we're going to need we're going to need to do that this is all a part of the preparation of the next phase so be gentle be introspective be compassionate and tap in tap in tap in tap in so i hope all you need is a little juju in some ways and i also hope that you know as the year progresses that we can return back to this and and remember the the message that the spirits have for us when it feels difficult when we feel like we're in our five when we feel lost when we're not on our new year new me shit this year is going to be amazing but when it really starts to test us um just reminding you that this is a resource that you can come back to and that hopefully helps you and grounds you. And yeah, I just want to say thank you again for everything. Um, I want to shout out my patrons. Um, my Patreon is where folks are able to commit to uh, donating $3 a month um, to help sustain the podcast. And I had a lot of patrons pop up, one being on Marsha's plate, um, Diamond Styles, which is a podcast that I listen to. And I've OD fangirl over Marsha's plate. So the fact that Marsha's plate is one of my patrons is like, oh my God. But yeah, shout out to Diamond and, and the folks at Marsha's plate. Thank you so, so, so much. Wow. Like I'm honored and I, I love y'all. Um, shout out to, um, Morgan Udo. Shout out to uh, Solomon Barnett and shout out to Glenda Matos um, for signing up to be a patron and committing to this sustaining of a little juju podcast because I can't do it without without y'all I can't do it without y'all support so thank you thank you thank you um if you want to become a patron you can hit me up on patreon.com slash jujubay it'll all be in the show notes also have a cash app it'll also be in the show notes it's, it's jujubay if you want to send a little coin for the for the reading <laughs> but now I did this as a as a labor of love so thank you all for tuning in I deeply appreciate you and sending all, all, all of my good, good, good ass juju to um, all the folks who support me from monetarily to through sharing the podcast, uh, telling people about it and just thinking happy thoughts about me. All those things matter. So thank you. I pray that we all, and especially you, have a wonderful, wonderful new year. I pray that all the things that you touch come to life. I pray that you no longer put off the things that your spirit wants you to do, that you decide to write that book, that you decide to to make that song, that you decide to go back to school if that's what you want to do. Whatever the thing is that your spirit is calling you to do, I, I say that the roads be clear so that you can do that and that nothing stop you this year you will receive all the beautiful things that you want if you choose to receive them i pray that no one is able to get into your way and most importantly i pray that you do not get in your own way i pray that you are not your biggest enemy this year i pray that your finances are abundant you are able to afford whatever it is that you want to afford, that you are able to take care of whatever it is that you need to take care of. I pray that you are safe spiritually. I pray that you are safe physically. I pray that you 
make the decision to heal this year and that your traumas are washed away and that they no longer have to define who you are, but just inform you and help make you stronger. Like a rock in rushing waves, you stand firm this year and that all of the experiences that you have, they do nothing but shape you and they make you better and they make you stronger and they make you more powerful. I pray that you tap into your divine gifts and that you are able to drink from the well of all the knowledge that you, that you hold and only you hold. That's so beautiful. So I pray that you share those gifts that you, you start cultivating, that you've been dreaming about and thinking about. I can't wait to witness the, the, the beauty that you, you're going to put out into the world. And I pray that you find love, a deep, abundant, transforming love, love of self, love of others. And I pray that someone and that people love you because you deserve to be loved the ways that you do in the ways that you desire. And I pray that this year, all the ways that you desire to be loved, that is how you will be loved. I thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of my community and happy new year. And this was definitely not a mini-sode. <laughs> Later y'all, happy new year. <laughs>